Hello and welcome to the Mainly Football podcast. This is the first of a new special three-part series on our channel where we'll be delving into the tricks, tales, fails and potentially even Gareth Bales of amateur Ooh. football. We were, we were inspired uh, by watching, listening to Adam Hurry's, aka Football Clichés, grassroots episode of his podcast where he was talking about amateur football. So we'd like to put our own spin on it and see where we can take it because I think it's got we've got a lot to offer on that subject, being professional amateurs at football. Exactly. So I'm joined with George Carden. Hello, Jack. How, How are you doing, George? Mate? Not bad. Not done a podcast in about two months, have we? I know. I know. We've had a few a few nightmares of second year, but um, we're trying to you know 2020 fresh us. We're gonna gonna try and get back on the grind, you know, and um, do our best for for you lot. I'm Mikey Partington, Berry's own. How are we? Long time no see. How are you doing, Jack? <laughs> well, I saw you this morning, but whatever. Oh, yeah. um, so <laughs> <laughs> on the airwaves, mate. I know. <laughs> Within this three part mini series, um, we'll be kind of using a separate episode to talk about a different element. So, for example, this week's episode will be about back to the playground, how you first got into amateur football, and then we'll move into, obviously, getting older, junior football, and then potentially even into an adult football episode as well, talking about stereotypes and what comes with each element of amateur football. Um, If we're talking about primary school, back to the playground, to start off with, if George, I'll come to you first. The hierarchy of your primary school football. Tell me. We we didn't have the biggest we didn't have the biggest primary school to be honest. But I remember we had you had the sort of the small sporty group, and then you kind of had like the the, the younger the younger ages, and then the year sixes sort of decide the teams. You know, that's all. That's always. Was it one stamp. football pitch too? We we had like a concrete. We had a concrete pitch. A big like brick wall that if you if you crashed into would be fatal pretty much. So you know slide challenges on that side would always be dangerous. Like one part of it was grass, one bit was concrete. You know there's always like a tree in the middle of the playground somewhere. So um you know playground football was pretty pretty dangerous at my primary school. And Mikey, yeah I'd say it was pretty similar. I think everyone seemed to play football. Like I know obviously not everyone in the school did, but we had so we had two different like concrete courts I suppose you could call them and. One was courts. just for like, yeah, courts, <laughs> that's what they called them. Um, and then one was kind of like, just anyone could go on it, do whatever. And the other was literally designated to football. So bearing in mind in primary school, you've got what, reception to year six, something like that. We must have had like 10 or 11 different games of football going on on this one concrete pitch. <laughs> and bearing in mind, you'd use the fences in the court for goals there was games going on horizontally vertically <laughs> i can't tell you how many times you'd be running one way in your, on your pitch and a ball would swipe you out from the other like it was just it was mental and that that was like break time for us i suppose and in regards to how you say 10 or 11 games mm-hmm. going on at one pitch how many people were in each year then in that case was it quite a small school or no it was it's quite big you know i think we had probably two or three classes each year i think our teams were probably about 15 or i don't know like probably ranging anything from 8 to 15 per team depending on what was happening on each day it was just mental like to think you'd have that many games on one you know area and like the amount of people on there like how you could actually do anything you'd get people you know balls would be coming across from other games and people are just smashing down <laughs> the other end of the court like it was mental like looking back on it now how about yourself jack um so we had a decent sized concrete playground which obviously during winter and well basically we had 
kind of two very small seven-a-side pitches on the grass. We had an open grass bit, and in in summer or Easter and months, so on and so forth, um, it'd kind of be dictated. So one pitch would be year three and four, year three versus year four. <laughs> Another pitch would be year five versus year six. Massive tournament. Yeah, or <laughs> ki- kind of, and then basically it was like hierarchy, so years one and two, and well, reception in year one really, weren't really bothered. Year two would kind of take the shed as a goal and oh, play yeah. a bit of yeah. Wembley or <laughs> jumpers or something. Um, but in winter, it had obviously the everyone who wasn't on the grass playing football in the summer was on the playground, and then they kind of got um, got the grounds taken over when football came to winter because, yeah, the whole playground would just be surrounded by footballs. Got to pr- prioritise the year sixes. <laughs> now, George, you come back to your game of football. What were the rules? Did you have any rules? Was it free for all? Could it, how, how many could play? I don't. I don't. I think in primary school football, there's never any limit, there's, is there? There's no but, rules. But I mean. Anyone could play, but then obviously you'd always have the worst player in goal. That's that's one rule that I think every every school where, has. Where were you then? Oh, I was never in goal. In goal. I was never in goal. <laughs> I was a uh, you know, believe it or not, I was actually one of the faster people in our primary school, which you wouldn't maybe associate with me now. Wow. And uh, when when you're one of the fastest in primary school, you're also one of the coolest. So helps being seven foot tall. I was about long legs when you're in primary school. <laughs> I was about four foot tall back then. So. Whoever's ball it was made the rules. Mm. Oh, that's Simple very park that. like, yeah. That's very true. And then you also had the half black ball that had like the bit, the stitching like missing. And it hit, if it hit you in the face in November, you were done for. You were yeah. gone. Yeah. Into football. Trouble. Okay, so if we've kind of delved into not really any rules, but slight hierarchy, if we're talking more specifically about any funny stories you have from that period. Is there one that comes to your mind perhaps embarrassing, perhaps sticks out more yeah, than others? I think there is. Go on. So in, I think it was, I can't remember if it was year, yeah, I think it was year five. So we had, I think when it got to year five, we had, like, obviously we talked about all the different games. We had a group of us that would play every day. They're probably about seven aside, and we'd, we'd more or less, I don't know about you, but we'd have the same teams every day. We just had it that way. It never really changed. Um, and basically, because we were playing against each other virtually every lunchtime, I decided, obviously me and a few mates were looking at how we could make it interesting. And it was coming up to Christmas and we thought, you know what, last week before Christmas, let's do something called a Christmas Cup. So there's five days and in each day, because it was the same like teams, whoever won the most games in that week won it. So my it's mate, very well thought out for a bunch of primary school. Brilliant, isn't it? My mate even <laughs> brought Mikey his was in charge trophy of that. in. <laughs> my mate's brought his trophy in, and I cannot tell you how competitive it got at lunchtime to win this. My mate's little five-inch trophy thing, <laughs> just just for bragging rights. It was so competitive, and I remember the games like it comes back to me now because you just remember moments like that, and mm. I, I remember it got that competitive. I can't remember if it was later in the week or it was causing a bit of trouble because everyone that played was in the same class so you'd come off the playground you'd go into the classroom and everyone would be talking about it we i think it was on the thursday thursday or friday afternoon we basically got sat down by our teacher and she banned this christmas cup she took the trophy off (laughs) us and you should have seen it the whole class basically had to sit around in this room as she absolutely went us for this trophy she was not happy why, with it. Why would she ruin your fun, though? Oh, mate, it got too competitive. Really? If you think about it, all these 10-year-olds going after this biggest prize you could think of, 
a week so, before Christmas. Oh no, yeah. Like it, it it's, was competitive. It's quite, it's quite detailed rules. I mean, I, I think yeah, the most rules we've ever had is year three versus year four, and if a player in the year below was very good, you'd transfer them yeah, yeah. into your team, <laughs> aka just rob the person with the hardest shot. <laughs> but I remember, yeah, talking about something similar to that. I remember we had. Um, there's a lad a couple of years below, one or two years below, I remember, stole stole our football from the game. They, I think we were in year five and he was in year four and he, he took the football and his hands down, I've seen the worst challenge on a football pitch yeah. I've ever seen in my life with a lad I still know to this day <laughs> running after him and air two-footing him yeah. to oh take, take the ball and also take his dignity by the seams of it. How high up was the challenge, though? Well, bearing in mind, everyone was still quite young and small. It was... <laughs> Ruthless. <laughs> Above shoulder height. Above shoulder height. <laughs> Do you have any more to add, George? I, I remember our primary school. Um, it all it backed onto like houses and stuff, and well, it was pretty much guaranteed every single day that the football, at least a few footballs, would go over. And depending on how grumpy the the, the town I'm from, Seaford's got quite a lot of old people in it. So, depending on how sort of grumpy they were, um, would be dependent on if you get your ball back and. More often than not, you wouldn't. Did you ever have to jump the fence to get to it? Uh, I, not for. I wouldn't jump into someone's garden. I remember there was like the, there was like that old part of our school which was closed down. That was like like hundred meters away, and then there was a path to it from like the new building that we had, and um, and you'd like if it went over that, that way, you'd try and like jump out the playground. But obviously, the teaching assistants are all in the playground, yeah, so yeah. like yeah. if they catch you, you're like in big big trouble. Yeah. So I remember I remember those times you would jump over this like wall. And like into this like little field, and uh, think you're really cool, and then get this flat ball out the field and throw it up to everyone's delight. But um, apart from that, I haven't got it's anything. Childhood hero. I know exactly, but um, no, I haven't got anything else too specific about playground football. I think the only only other thing I could add is I remember speaking on um, balls going out of grounds. I remember a lot on one side, a lot of um, or behind the goal, it was all hedges onto people's gardens and. I remember one lad who was in uh, who was in our year. He managed to kick the ball from a goal kick out of his hands over his head into the goal, and it bounced oh, through the hedges. And um, it was like kicked it, it must him. kicked it over his head wow. into the goal, scored an own goal, and lost the ball two in one. That's an absolute nightmare. Special effort. Right? <laughs> mm, very. Uh, I, t- I, t- I still felt a bit bad for him to be honest because yeah, that's <laughs> the stick you must have got in year three or four. It must have been about, must have been a bit stormy as well, Ben. If it's uh, in- unless it's just dreadful, but uh, mm, it was a bit of the goals were quite close to the hedges and it was quite low, so it's quite easy to oh, okay. head through. I think um, if we're moving on to footwear, footwear in primary school for football, were you a one of them flickers? Or will you uh, bring your football trainers into school and get try hard it for lunchtime? I don't think I was that keen, although I knew a few kids who were. Um, I wasn't the old, the classic, you know, those sort of rectangular shoes that are just like, you know, the toe poker. There's always the guy who's not that good at football. He just, but he's got the most powerful shot, but yeah. no accuracy. Just like absolutely. What about the flickers it. with the? Ru- they were that. They were that steep. The ball rolled off them. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't wear shoes that posh to be honest. I think I remember having like Velcro or something. Yeah. No. I th- yeah. I think. I think I the, the standard Velcro. You know that you get like the best of both worlds. Nice and uh, rounded shoe. I'd say it's probably the mo- the best all rounder in terms of school shoes. Yeah, I think I wear school shoes all the time. I don't think there was too many of us that brought the trainers because I think they knew they would have got hounded if they would have brought them. So I think everyone was in their school shoes and then. I think when it snowed, we'd we'd wear wellies. 
Mikey running around the playground in his wellies. So you were playing you football chaos. in wellies? We weren't allowed to play unless we didn't have wellies on. That's but outrageous. Sure, Health and safety-wise, yeah. why is wiser than... You're still going to slip if you're wearing wellies in the snow. I know, mate, but Absolutely. Imagine carnage. the toe bungers on them. Oh, carnage, mate. Everyone's bringing their wellies so they can play. <laughs> and you're just slipping and sliding around this concrete court covered in snow. I would say wear helmets, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, well, I, I thought it was quite normal, but we, uh, we were obviously the anomaly. The ones who basically played football were encouraged to bring your own footy trainers. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, obviously, with the grass being quite slippy at the best of times. I remember I had these pair, I still remember them to this day, T90s, white, black and gold. Oh, I know the I ones. had them in primary school, and I must have had them from about start of year three to the about midway through year uh, five. Year 12. <laughs> year, year five. <laughs> Still got them now. Yeah. The, the sole was falling off. Literally, oh, yeah. I could see my own feet in them. Yeah, yeah. But they were priceless. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. Um, that was that was a story to behold, but I thought we, I thought we were normal. Obviously not. I, I, I remember more like wearing Astros and stuff at secondary school, bringing in like, in like putting it in your locker, obviously. Oh, well, we were the opposite, I think. And then, but not in primary school. So, if we're talking about secondary school uh, playground football, um, it was definitely more of a case. Uh, we played we played football pretty much most pretty much every lunch for about five years. Yeah. So, um, having Astros was pretty essential. But I was going to say that the one more story I've got, which is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so basically, we had um, in uh, in year six, they were basically renovating all. The school had, I think they'd bought this extra bit of space and were putting a new assembly hall on it and a few new classrooms. And it was an Alice in Wonderland day to celebrate it being opened. And my, my best mate, he managed to wear his brand new purple Nike Mercurials with the orange tick, you might remember. Yeah, um, yeah and I know the ones. The t it was so hot, the tarmac was still sticky. And the, the tarmac basically ruined his shoes oh, no. because he'd, we'd all been sat down on it. Oh. And brand new shoes and the tarmac had them. Gutting. What are your thoughts on this? So basically, this happened to us at, it must have been about year five or six. And basically, s teachers felt the year three versus year four and year five versus six games were getting out of hand. So they decided to put a rotor on it, okay? So as in, there'd be two football pitches available, but you might only get to play on it twice a week. What? And it would be shared from Shocking. reception to year six. That's and we went from play... I, see, I thought the hierarchy thing was fair because the older you got, you went up from the shed, the playground to the shed or yeah. the adventure playground or whatever to football pitches, football pitches, and one was a little bit bigger than the other. Whereas, what do you make of that? That that does sound pretty shocking. It's drastic. Me. Imagine that, like turning up for school and your mates are all ready to play football. You're like, oh no, I can't play today. I've already done my two days this week. I've had my two shifts. Oh, now, it, yeah, it turned into well, unannounced games of Mars Bar, which is basically manhunt. Yeah, uh, okay. on a massive scale. But yes, never, never heard of that before. <laughs> Do you, want to, do you want me to explain it? Or Go on, explain, it explain, yeah, explain Mars Bar. Okay, so m obviously you've got Manhunt. It's basically you hide yeah. if you get tugged, then you join the people who are okay. catching after them. And we decided that um, one of my good mates now, Jack, he uh, he was the biggest lad at the time, so he basically said, I want to be Mars Bar, and everyone else named themselves after a chocolate. Oh, okay. And if you got tugged, you basically... Your, cho uh, your, your chocolate was 
out effectively, but then it just got coined as Mars Bar and there was only one Mars Bar and then there was no so other your chocolate. So school coined it as Mars Bar. It's not known as that. Like, I don't. I don't think. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't think so. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was just Mars yeah, Bar. Yeah, we had it as Manhunt. I think we called it. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. all the other chocolates quickly got binned off because that was a an over the top way of. Jack Jack was uh, Jack was chocolate orange. <laughs> ended up having to think of a hundred <laughs> different brands of chocolate, but yeah, that was done and dusted quite swiftly when the teachers caught. Yeah, that's a, a strange a strange name for a game, but I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> right now, moving on swiftly, if we're going into high school, obviously you've gone from being top of the food chain in year six. You're now in high school, year seven. Were you bringing in footballs? Were you getting them stolen? Was there more of a, a rota thing? How was that happening, Mikey? It was, I think we just brought our own in. We had a massive feel like, honestly, it was absolutely massive. So there was no, in terms of going from primary school where everyone's getting in each other's way to having all this space yourself, it was mental. But we didn't, we had, we brought a few balls in. We had a lad that usually brought them in. I remember he got. I think this was about year nine or year ten. He got like you know when the new Premier League ball comes out and mm. you know well, that that is oh, that yellow and purple it. one. The first one, the first person brings it and everyone's like, oh, yeah. they've got the new Premier League ball. So we were just having a kick about, nothing drastic. Just on it was like on a, it was like a car park, but there's like an area of like a playground next mm. to it, I suppose. So we were just on there. Did and someone catch wind that he'd got a new Premier League football. Yeah, they did. And um, expand. Probably less than a minute later, um, it was on the school roof. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and we never saw it again. Typical. So, uh, typical high school, new football kind of story, man. Yeah, George, yeah. Um, what in terms of secondary school stories? Or well, how how when you be- went into year seven, did you have a specific game you play at certain period, I, I part think, in the field? Honest, or I remember, I remember, I think from my memory is that what we did, we played a lot of. Uh, because obviously you've got like what twenty minutes at break time, so a match isn't always. We had about forty-five, fifty, I think. Well, how long we... were your lunches? Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we had like so we had like twenty minutes. So oh, you, know... you mean like morning break? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we had but... about twenty minutes. And then yeah, so I remember we like we'd have that morning break and, and then lunch. You know the best the best fast-paced game, bit of Soros, can't beat it. You know, count yeah. down. How many people? Oh, just whoever really. And then you'd you'd have like seven goals, and then if you if like I say, back in like when it was January, with the half ripped up ball that was just like sharp, you never wanted to be the last person in goal. <laughs> no. That is true. Some of my best goalkeeping moments have been when it's one goal to go and you're in goal. <laughs> on concrete as well. Oh, yeah, of course. And we're in this. We played in these tennis courts that were concrete as well. So um, you sometimes get a rebound as well, which would which would not be nice. Fair play. We had we had a weird system in that. Well, not weird, but we kind of played a di- numerous games as we went on but i remember being in year seven and eight obviously bottom of the food chain as soon i think as soon as someone brought in a new football all the year sevens are just playing like everyone legging it after it all at once mm. and um i think the year tens and elevens at the time just decided to absolutely hunt us down i've ne- i've been on the receiving challenge of the worst tackle <laughs> in my life on that grass why did that why why is that as it oh, they just found it fun oh, okay yeah. as in They'd, your ball had come over and they just wait for you to take a touch, bang, yeah. straight through. <laughs> but I remember, I think we had um, on on the plague or on the concrete bit, we had a massive game of one bounce, which took about half of the half of the basketball netball courts up. <laughs> and then yeah, um, 
red arse for the concrete bins. Oh. The bins as goals in front of the DT bit. But no, that was always something. There'd always be a bit of a... Um, well, the, the basketball courts were always right next to the football for us. So yeah. there's always be a bit of a rivalry between people playing basketball and people playing football. Yeah. We over a basketball guy, as in... I think we had about a period of a few months where we decided to play it. I'll be honest. It happens, doesn't it? Like when, when there's basketball on TV or you've been playing it in PE and all of a sudden everyone wants to play basketball. I've never been able to. Bas- we've played it in a PE, but like basketball and netball, I've never ever been able to get into. I'm just dreadful at both of them. I'm just <laughs> so bad. Yeah, well, they made us play it in prim- uh, in secondary school. Did they? And uh, sometimes, yeah, we'd play like quite a few diff- different things, but I was always dreadful. We never played netball. That was always like... When we played basketball, that was always what the girls played. Like the girls would play netball and we play basketball in PE. And we never played netball. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. Old, old school Barry over there. <laughs> <laughs> Living in the old ages. Living in the past. <laughs> so if, if you're if you're playing a big game of football, how many are we talking? 20 a side? 50? Oh. 100? I'm, I've, I've remembered a few times where... Well, I remember a few times where the pitch just so crowded. I've got a memory of one of my friends, Connor, we were about year nine and there was some year sevens playing and we still we always talk about this to this day where he was like there was probably no joke 15 of them and he was back in the day he was pretty rapid and i remember him just doing like probably about three step overs and beating about 15 year sevens <laughs> and like when when it's like i don't know what it is but when you're year nine you're like you're obviously it's quite a big difference to him when you're like a little tiny year seven so when you come up against like 15 year sevens you can just completely skill them basically yeah I, w- I wouldn't say it is a case of we didn't turn into what we once were as in absolutely two foot in the life out of people although <laughs> i did once catch someone about three years younger with a naughty slide tackle and oh, no. get get an earful for it but i remember um if year sevens or eights had a ball and we didn't have one in year 10 or 11 we'd just kind of join in and end up in a free-for-all game mm. um but yeah, it, you'd make yourself feel like Pele or Messi in that them kind of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the worst. The worst memories are like I remember it's always in when it's like second term and it's sort of maybe like April or May. School. I, I always remember school goes on so much longer than like being at uni, for example. You're there to like June, July, aren't you at school? Mm. And um, you're on the fields. It's like boiling hot, and there's always those like the cool kids or whatever, and they're just like they're like no can't play with us and it's like the people who are like segregate themselves mm. and then you uh, you have to go and get your mates and go play on your, on your own pitch that that's that's the weird thing about primary school people being weird about playing with others mm. true i remember we had kind of did you ever separate different parts of the fields off as in but just make weird goals out of stuff so i remember there were there were these trees and we ended up playing at one point there was about 20 of us but it was so out the way that people wouldn't come and play oh okay. so, so as in you know obviously if you're in the main main part of the field then it's kind of basically inviting people to steal the football we were kind yeah, of yeah. out of the way kept yourself pl- playing yourself. a bit of red arse or something yeah and um there were two trees and it kind of curved up for the running track as in uphill and neck and goals around the corner as well so it was very <laughs> out the way moving on mikey most embarrassing football story in high school oh i don't think there was too many in terms of per- or personal embarrassing oh, okay general or personal yeah uh, did you ever get ever get t- torn into by a year seven only 54 did times I ever get torn into by <laughs> year seven? Do, you want, do you want me to give my one and then it gives you time to think of it yeah 
so there was this girl who went to my primary school who was in my brother's year actually now year 12 obviously we're second year of university it's quite a bit younger and she was very very good um at a time when a lot of girls didn't perhaps play football like they would now um and i remember what year was this roughly i think we must have been year 11 she i think she was year eight okay um and she was having absolutely everyone on she was toast. better than all of you <laughs> um, not far off and then I remember it was one of them where a, a, there was a loose ball year 11s and 10s and then everyone was called into action to try and nab this loose ball yeah, yeah. and end up keeping possession with it and I remember I was running after it and oh, oh this is no. it's so embarrassing <laughs> so there's a bit towards the basketball court obviously it's hard to set the scene without being there but um, there's a obviously coming off the field yeah. And then it slopes down towards the basketball court and railings. Mm. So you've got, um, it was particularly muddy around, I think it must have been November, October time. Yeah. And I've gone to try and put my foot, I, no, I'm, I'm running after it, I think, and I've lost my foot in a bit. And she's, to get to get past me to get the ball, she's given me a little nudge and I've gone flying Ooh. in front of about, genuinely, about, 300 people. Oh no. And everyone is in absolute tears. Are you covered in mud too? Yeah. Oh. Finished, I know. I, genuinely, people still talk about it to this day. I was so embarrassed. Do you still know the girl? Yeah. Well, no, of her. Yeah. But I, as in, if it was a girl, lad, whatever, but year eight. As, but genuine, I'll still maintain to this day that it was largely due to the slip and I was completely off balance and I was going down anyway. Massive, got massive L taken there. I've got a similar but the one. The little nudge just sent me flying down the, <laughs> down, the, down the hill. Yeah, that brings back memories. I think it wasn't at specifically high school, but it was like, do you know when you train with a team like outside of school, you know, on a weeknight, mm. but it was like during high school time. So we were training and we had a girl come down for the first time um, she wasn't the only girl in my team. My sister actually played for the same team, so it was like we had two girls on the team. You played I, in the same team as your sister? Yeah, until oh. about, about 12, 13. Fair enough. Yeah, she played I right remember back, that. I, I remember played right football. wing. Yeah. There was always a few, wasn't there? But like, she did all right, to be fair. And like, So we had this other girl come down, and I remember we did, you know, at the end of training, you'd usually have 15 minutes or so where you just have a game, like a five-a-side or yeah, mm, yeah. a bit more than that. And this other girl was playing like, kind of like left back and I was more like on the wing and I remember I got the ball and like I remember taking it forward and just thinking like right I've got to knock it past her now and I went to knock it past her and I just remember she absolutely cleaned me out like <laughs> she just took my Red shin card. off <laughs> she, she absolutely took my shin off the worst thing was she felt so bad about it you could see like she felt really bad about it and we still we still mention it to this day because you just remember it like that was the first time I'd met her, and I still know her now. So yeah, yeah. It was like the first time I'd seen it, but I remember she just absolutely cleaned my <laughs> shin out on this tackle, and it was just so painful, devastating. Poor Mikey. Mate. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't got one specific thing from school that I can remember right now. But I do remember in secondary school, just obviously five years of playing pretty much every break time at lunchtime. I'd say about at least eighty percent of break times at lunchtimes we spent playing football. And I just remember when it got hotter again, like sort of April, May time and like June or whatever. Um, I just remember coming into like lessons, just being like straight off. Obviously, you, you take every minute of dripping. lunchtime, just dripping with sweat and mm. just like sitting in like maths class. Like and yeah. I'm like, I'm, I feel sorry for the people sitting next to me because yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have any shame back then. And I, I think <laughs> a lot of a lot of Smelling boys and nice. girls who played football then would um, didn't care. 
and then that's what it was yeah people just weren't bothered it yeah was, it was but it was it free it was good but it's enjoyable and then uh you'd ruin you'd ruin your school shoes but then um if you know you've got the old good old clarks on last you for ages but um no probably probably that just being sweaty coming in coming to maths class not in a good way just dripping fair play now just moving on to uh different types of games it's ju just jogs my memory because i remember playing last year with george just behind peel park with a group of lads and we were playing wembley but no one could work out what the rules were because we had a southern lots of southerners oh, yeah. lots of northerners <laughs> and a and few from like the west the midlands and whatnot <laughs> yeah so it was absolute organized chaos yeah so for example for wembley we'd have one person in there but we had a few uh, foreign exchange students too. We had someone from Finland. Did you? Uh, we had jo Jonas from France. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so oh, yeah, this year, or last year, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So we had we had all all nationalities and places in England. So I was just interested to know if you were playing One Bounce, Red Arse, or Wembley. How did the games differ? Or uh, what what was your interpretation of your favourite game? And we'll, discuss. well, I remember you know One Bounce is always when you're not good enough to keep it up and do you know Brazilian Brazilian One Bounce, which is just No Bounce basically. That's what we called it. Um, and yeah, quite often one bounce is often more fun, isn't it? But yeah. um, did you ever have a thing called snides? Never heard of that in my life. What, where you try and do someone with you? Yes, yeah. Mikey knows. <laughs> so oh, we have so many of them. So basically, obviously, there's normal one bounce, but if a lot of people, particularly, would take an agenda towards me or others that like just winding people up during oh, yeah. it or you, just you did, like, you, did that, you did that to me all the time last year. I know, just like weird fancy flicks or just on the, on the wind up in general, yeah. So basically, if you p properly went for a person and tried yeah. to bounce it right in front of them rather than being all safe, it was basically called a snide. Oh, so you're tr yeah. effectively trying to get them out, but you weren't, for a snide, you weren't allowed to head it onto them because mm. obviously you could just head it onto the chest and you weren't allowed to go, I think it was above knee or waist height, for example. How did yours differ, Mikey? I think, yeah, I think for them, we just, we didn't, if you did them, you were the one that was out instead. Really? Yeah, we were brutal with it. We, we, well, you no were I, bet, I bet Mikey made that rule. There was Definitely no made that rule. You were very non-brutal and actually were very, very, uh, very, very kind to it. Very democratic. Other. No, like as in the person who did the who did the snide was yeah no encouraging safe shots yeah that's disgraceful yeah wow. no uh, no element of competition nice fancy <laughs> smash it hundred yards into the air sportsmanship <laughs> mate it teaches you a uh, hundred yards in the air is all right it's when you when it, like Jack oh. always does when he yeah, plays right. smash it into your shins or something and you've got yeah. absolutely no chance I remember because um, the one game we did play pretty much we played one bounce a tiny bit but Soros was the main game by far. And then apart from the small... Isn't that red arse? Down, down south, it's called sore arse, mate. I'd say red arse. But, you know, the differing, the differing names, but same I, game. I thought he'd say red, red bums or sore bums. <laughs> this was on Twitter, wasn't it, a few days ago? Did you see it? No. So, someone was <laughs> saying... Like, I've, seen, yeah. I've seen... It always... Like, that sort of yeah, thing comes up. And what's it called? Um, I remember the main rules we had, because we were playing in, like, this... We call it the cage, because it was, like, tennis courts. I like, had those big fences, like, yeah, like yeah. on an Astro. And um, we got a bit brutal a bit. So like, if it touched any side of the fence, you'd be, you'd be in goal. Yeah. Right. And then um, if you you're allowed to like, a bit like a bit like snides in a way. Um, if it was like seven goals to go, or like you could um, snake out your friend. So if they touched the ball last, you could just leave it. But when you got to two goals to go, you couldn't do that anymore. So if it was like four goals to go, you could just completely snake your friend and just make it, let it touch the ball, and then they go in goal. Um, one on then, one bounce. 
What? What's that? Oh my! Wait, gosh. say no, one, one hand, one bow. The boy has never. Oh played. no! If you can, oh. yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. I thought you were gonna say you've never played that before. No, um, I'm, I think we had that, and then one thing we also had was last goal had to be a special goal or yeah. a header. Yeah, on, yeah it we might, had that. And um, but that would honestly sometimes take about twenty minutes. Yeah. And uh, trying to score like an overhead kick or back heel or something. <laughs> when no one really wanted to do it. No one wants to try it, and then no. you do try it, and then they someone scores some like cheap header from like two yards out, and yeah. you're like, what was the point? I remember um, for for Red Arse, we basically had... We, the rule works because we, everyone was sick and tired. I know you said about you had a cut-off point of two goals to go where you could stop being snaking everyone out, mm. but that would happen, particularly a lot to me yeah. and a lot to a few of the others. So we, we just cut it out. If it was deemed on purpose by, by the jury, um, then you were straight in net <laughs> to get rid of that. But yeah, similar to mine before that. Sportsmanship, isn't it, mate? Well, at times, at the right times, maybe. Yeah. But I've got, uh, I've got a question for both you boys. What's the, what's the worst injury you've received on a, on a playground, in terms of playing football? Um, playing football. If you're playing on concrete, it's always the one, yeah. you know, the common, the common friction burn. Oh, oh I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I, I particularly remember one where it's, I think I, I don't know if I was pushed or like tripped or probably just messy like dribble round someone and got <laughs> caught but i remember just receiving one in the back on the concrete in primary school just looking at my hands scrapes Ooh. the skin scrapes Aww. off all with blood i think it caught my nose as well that, that but in terms of like yeah actual concrete injuries injuries nothing that mm. yeah nothing serious just a few grazes I think, and yeah burns. it was crazy it was more like your sly little clips from behind for example and but because it was on concrete it was a lot worse on it and yeah, yeah. You obviously completely scrape your knee right open and you'd have to straight to a wet paper towel to put on it <laughs> yeah and it just wet paper s towels could s solve a broken leg mate, <laughs> could, mate. <laughs> I tell you. honestly the pain from some of them grazes on the concrete and then the wet like yeah, I mean, all no, sitting and sitting and getting little bits of gravel out of your leg. Oh Ooh. no, I can feel them words. <laughs> right. Well, on that note, we're going to call it a day. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed that different style of an episode. Obviously, the first of a three-part series, and we'll be rolling them out every fortnight. Uh, we hope you enjoyed, George and Mikey. Thank you for joining thank me. Thank you very much. No what have we? Uh, before we finish, what have we? What have we got coming up next? in terms of episodes we have got an analysis episode next week or analysis overview of the footballing world lately and potentially a sporting event based on what's going on so we'll have a look deeper into that ahead of next week and yeah we'll be what's, back what's part two going to entail of this uh, mini series part two of this series will be junior football so Ooh. getting in it whether it be six eight ten years old and some stories and Ooh, I've tales. Got, I've got an absolute banging story when it comes to junior football. Junior football. Involves David Beckham. Involves David Beckham. Ooh, oh, right. Well, that'll be the um, cliffhanger of the, this <laughs> yeah. tweet for the episode. Can't wait a few weeks now for yeah, that one. Wait a few months, maybe. I don't know. Well, no. if you can hang on, be sure to listen in for part two of the tricks, tales, fails, and maybe even Mikey Mike thought he was Gareth Bale of <laughs> amateur football. So thank you for listening and goodbye.